Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Bean Town Podcast for Saturday, February 4th, 2023. What's going on? How are you? February, F E B R U A R Y. Probably the trickiest month there is in terms of spelling. I feel like everything else is pretty straightforward. March, May, but February, you don't see a lot of BRUs, uh, unless you're cooking like a creme brulee, I guess, but it's a whole other topic. What's going on? My name's Quinn David Furness. I am the uh, key grip assistant producer and uh, lighting lead on this show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast. We're coming to you live midday on a Saturday. Not, not a usual recording time for us, but very happy to get this in between sort of our morning workout and the big great event happening later tonight which we're going to be raising money for catholic schools and doing silent auctions and i heard there might be a dance contest uh, maybe a gritty off so that's going to be pretty exciting we're going to have a special guest in, in a couple of moments to uh, maybe share their reflections on the great event as well as some other good pop culture updates that we should all be aware of because among many other things we're going to chat about today the real housewives of uh, salt lake city season three has officially uh completed we you know i still i I don't have any clarity on this we'll see if our special guest does uh but i was under the impression until literally we we watched part two of the reunion that was a three-parter i feel like that's how it had been advertised and stuff uh but they uh, they wrapped it up in two parts so i don't know if there is a you know if they're gonna do like a special unaired thing next wednesday or if it's just completely done i uh, don't have any clarity on that yet we'll get our special guest in here to see if uh you know <clears throat> they've got any insight into that i just want to mention <clears throat> before we get going here that listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the beantown podcast number one will occasionally use some language Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible, but it's always made better when we have special friends of the show, and that's what we're going to be getting into in one second here. I just got to say hello to my friends in Pakistan, Hyderabad, Khyber Pass, Calcutta, wherever you are listening from. It's good to see you. Uh, Salam alaikum, I think is hello in Urdu. Um, no, that's Arabic, actually. I, we, we looked up Urdu stuff a little while ago, and it just didn't stick with me. I think I got to get one of those Duolingo streaks going. I saw on Reddit earlier this morning, someone put on their resume under like special skills that they had a 671-day streak uh, going on Duolingo for Japanese. So that's almost, that's almost two years. That's pretty good. I'll, I'll look into that. Uh, without further ado, uh, we, you know, we've been a little lagging on the pop culture updates, uh, not to mention our, you know, reading and book updates uh, so far in, in year six of the Beantown Podcast, although I'm almost done with Blood Meridian, which is a tough, tough read. Um, maybe we'll see our, what our special guest has to say about Blood Meridian uh, later on in the show here. I, I, think, I think she's been reading while I've been away from home, so she's probably got some thoughts and opinions on the great Cormac McCarthy. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, special love partner and and according to grandma sal friend of the host uh rachel ramos what's going on how are you today hey guys how's it going 
Mm, doing well. What's what's been new in your life? You, you haven't been on the show in a couple months. What's what what can no, you tell us? No, I felt us? like doing something wild today, so here I am mm. on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, what what prompted you to come on the show today? What you know? What what were you feeling when you agreed to do this? I don't know. Mm. I just was kind of forced into this. Forced into this? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound right. You put a mic in my hand, and here I am. I think it was a lovely invitation. Yeah, I don't know. From your loving BF who made breakfast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Tell us a little bit about your workout today. What kind of moves were you doing at Orange Theory Fitness? Um, today at Orange Theory was a whole bunch of stuff. Well, you always do like treadmill blocks and rowing and then a floor block. Uh, and today on the treadmill, it's what they call strength. So you had hilly runs, which is always a real big kick in the ass. Um, rowing, there was some all out. So sprinting on the rower as fast as you can for 30 seconds and then rest. And then the floor, there was a lot of lunges, some shoulders, nothing too exciting there, but it was tough. Do you ever do floor routines like in the gymnastics where they get the big old mat going and you go from corner to corner and do like a, you know, four backflips in a row sort of thing? No, mm. not that's not not the vibe of Orange Theory. I suppose maybe not a cartwheel or two, but ooh, cartwheel! I can't do a good cartwheel though. I have to sit out of that one. Yeah, me neither. When you're talking about you know treadmill blocks, rowing blocks, is it B L O C K S or B L O C S? B L O C K S. Because you know block <laughs> block uh, kind of reminds me of you know that uh, you know that British band Block Party. They had that song Helicopter. The guitar intro is like, I can listen to it later. There's a great, for those listeners out there, and I'll show it to Rachel after we finish recording. There's a great, I think it was like their television debut of the song Helicopter, and they play it like way too fast, but they hold it together. It's pretty badass. So that's, that's Block Party Helicopter. It's pretty cool. Their lead singer is black. I don't know if he's like Nigerian or something, but. Uh, block party. Maybe you'll play that next time in Orange Theory. That I think if that would be good to pump the crowd up. What kind of music were you, do you it. listen to at Orange Theory? Coach Brian puts on the big booty jams. Mm, like you know, Steve so you, Steve Winwood and Lizzo and that kind of stuff. Yeah, you can YouTube it mm. now. He just puts on a YouTube playlist of maybe it's Big Booty Mix is what it is. Hopefully, it's <laughs> ad free. It is at That's good. That's good. Uh, well, I mentioned, uh, we mentioned at the top of the show, we wanted to make sure we set aside a little bit of time uh, today. Rachel's going to be with us for the first half of the show and second half if she wants to be here for longer. But we're also going to keep it pretty short because uh, we're going to be skipping town in a little bit here to hit up that great event out there in the suburbs. But I mentioned we wanted to uh, kind of put a bow on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City uh, season three, and as I was mentioning it, Rachel was giving me some nonverbal cues that maybe she had some tea, maybe some insight. Uh, so why don't you? Why don't we start there? Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Let's talk season three. Your general reflections. Anything from the reunion that caught your eye, and then any new information you might have for us about uh, the Salt Lake City franchise. Yeah. So the season is officially wrapped. There will not be a three part reunion it was supposed to be jen shaw exclusively coming on with an interview with andy cohen since she was not at the reunion but her legal team advised against that um so that was cut and now it's over 
overall, season three was not as great as the first two. Um, not as many housewives. There wasn't super great drama. Um, I was a little unimpressed with the ladies this season. Mm. Yeah, who is who's out of all the? So we have we're basically down to currently four housewives. Yep. So we had we had five this season: Jen Shaw, Meredith Marks, Lisa Barlow, Heather Gay, and Whitney Wild Rose. Of course, uh, Jenny Wen got cut mm-hmm. um, while they were filming. I think you know still early on in the filming for season three. Uh, but who were you? Who were you most? unimpressed by uh, in season three for whatever reason. Meredith. Mm, I think that's a She's popular choice. She's very boring this season. Yeah, I mean... Not if, many storylines are brought up old storylines and it was just not relevant anymore. Yeah, if you take out the whole uh, Lisa Barlow behind closed doors things, which was from season two, and you had to ask someone, so what was Meredith's story this season? Uh, I think you'd have crickets. Mm-hmm. I don't really, uh, don't really know what she did. All season. It was kind of weird. And then, of course, they tried to, you know, halfway through, they really kind of introduced the three new ladies, Angie K, Angie H, and Dana. I don't know what her last name is. Um, and what were your thoughts on those those three ladies this season? And uh, what do you think about them for the future? Uh, I think they'll stay friends of. I don't think that Bravo is going to make them permanent castmates. Maybe Angie- I'm getting confused with All right, we lost uh, we lost it for a second. It's been it's been rough, you know, to quickly interject. GarageBand's been really letting me down lately, and you all, the listeners, have noticed this. There have been those weird, like one second, like just cutouts. Um, I don't really know how to explain it. Uh, I think I need to do some serious GarageBand updating, but I, again, I don't even know. That could take hours on this. Your laptop's pretty old too. Yeah, we're well, we're we're on year. Uh, I got it in the spring of. Uh, 13. So we're about, you know, we're two or three months away here from the 10 year anniversary. So, uh, I mean, we've been talking about transitioning away from GarageBand for five, six years now. It just hasn't quite happened yet. But um, we were talking uh, before we lost our feed, we were talking the three new uh, friends of that they kind of shoehorned into the middle of uh, Salt Lake City season three. And I just got to say this, and I don't really know anything about her personally, but there's something about Angie Kay that just really chaps my buns. Uh, she's got just her voice is kind of irritating. She feels a little bit like fake in the way that kind of Mia from Potomac does for me. They're not they're not similar in many other ways, but I don't know. It just it doesn't feel that real to me. Angie H. I don't really care about one way or another. And the more I watch Dana, the more I think I like her. She doesn't have like a big personality. Mm-hmm. I feel like, but she seems very kind of. Real, which I think Salt Lake City real, uh, as Whitney would say, which I think is what Salt Lake City uh, really, really needs uh, as we get into season four here. Uh, to tie a bow on season, uh, well, going into season four of Salt Lake City, which I think just started filming perhaps, um, there's uh, potential news, rumors, I don't know, that a certain someone might be uh, coming back. Rachel, what can you tell us about that? Mary Cosby is back. And, uh, They're bringing remind, her on as a friend of. It's been a while. Remind us, who's Mary Cosby? <laughs> she married her grandpa. <laughs> oh, man. And she was uh, originally part of the show? <laughs> she was. She was an original castmate. Um, I'm blanking on why she left. 
Well, she just like didn't show up to the season two oh, reunion. Oh, that's true. And yeah. then that was kind of like a de facto, I'm done. Um, so she runs a crazy church. Yeah. With her husband. Mm-hmm. And she's got a lot of uh, clothes. Yeah. And closets. A lot of crazy clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Bizarre her, outfit choices. Her her current husband Robert Senior married into the family and was her grandmother's. Uh, like second husband or something like that. Is that right? It's hard to keep straight. And then when her grandma (laughs) passed her like dying wish was for, it's very, very convoluted, very like cultish. Her dying wish was for Mary to like run the family business, essentially okay, the church. And that meant marrying Robert senior. So she it's, it's the footage they've shown us from inside the church is uh, like a mind fuck essentially they'll they're doing like choir practice and mary cosby will walk in and everyone in the choir is like weeping and yelling because mary's like here and they're just so overcome with joy and excitement that mary would grace choir mm-hmm. practice with her presence it's very uh uh scientology e um but it's i don't even know what to not i guess like a baptist church i don't even know exactly what it is but i don't know that's uh we got that to look forward to. I don't even know who is who is she like friends of with or is she just a general friends of the franchise? I think general friends of the franchise, yeah. but they'll probably try to tack her on as maybe Lisa's friends. I don't know if they're still in contact right yeah, now. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Well, we know that we won't be seeing much of uh Jen Shaw. Although I you know, I don't know if there's been any word on this, but is she like do you know if she's going to be featured on any of season four? Or, But I, I suppose she's like not part of the show right now. I don't now. think so, no. I think they're starting to film in a couple of weeks, okay. so yeah, her, she will be... Her sentence starts in like a week, yeah, two weeks, something prison. like that. So, Maybe all right, Heather will wow. mail her some letters. Mm, definitely. She said that they're going to be pen pals still. Yeah. Oh, and the last thing from the reunion, basically, you know, the, really the only thing they were trying to hype up was this whole Heather Black Eye situation. And the only resolution we got was Heather saying she doesn't remember. It was a big nothing burger. Yeah, which I think everyone who was watching the show knew it was going to be that. But Mm -hmm. that's, uh, yeah, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was, it was pretty rough, uh, season three. And uh, I think we're in for a shakeup. We'll see exactly what happens. Uh, I wanted to uh, mention, uh, because we watched two kind of Housewives franchises more or less in real time as they're happening and uh there's another one that i think is both of our favorites at the current moment uh that is doing a season seven is that where they're at season eight something like that finale sounds right uh tomorrow night sunday february 5th uh what can you tell us about real housewives of potomac uh what are we looking for in the finale here potomac is so good if you don't watch it you need to it's easy to catch up there's not that not too many seasons mm-hmm. yet. Um, let's see where we left off with the ladies. They were coming back from Rivera Maya. It was mm-hmm. a big spiral of a trip. A lot of fighting between the Grand Dame, Karen Huger, and Sharice. If you don't know who Sharice is, it's okay. They remind you every episode. Yeah. <laughs> they always Poor put her Charisse. name on the screen. Um, but they were fighting about unsure exact the root of the of the fight but they've got some beef mm. i think sharice has some tea on um karen cheating on her husband mm. with blue eyes is his name <laughs> like james dean or something yeah mm. 
Um, Robin is going to be getting married, or I think she got married at this point now. Well, yeah, there's, so let me jump in for a second there, because there's, I've been seeing a lot on, like, Twitter and Reddit specifically mm-hmm. about Robin, but I personally haven't been reading into it. What's, what's going on in real time with, like, Robin and Juan? What's, because I've, I've heard some, some weird things lately. They got married, I think, in Jamaica. It was, like, a private ceremony. Um, also she admitted that she knew that Juan cheated on her last year. So those allegations that Karen brought up in Mexico were true. And Robin knew at the time. Mm. Um, but what did, what did you hear? No, I've just been seeing a lot of things about it and people are like, I think long time Rob, Robin tends to be pretty likable as a housewife. She's been around forever and it's just like, you know, yeah. usually a pretty nice person, but I think people are feeling a little bit, uh, hoodwinked by the fact that she spent so much time being like, you know, deny, 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 I don't know about yeah. this. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, I knew. But uh, granted, I haven't read into what she has said in the last week or two. I, I haven't been following it, just seeing headlines. So Yeah, I know some of her fans are pretty bummed that mm. she, you know, she's on this show where she's supposed to be sharing her life. And she did the opposite. Yeah. Denied. And mm. when she knew it was the truth. And it, I'm not sure how it all came out. But, yep. Juan Dixon is still a cheater. Mm. And last thing on Potomac, if, you, if you're interested in buying some new candles for your home, what kind of options do you have uh, from the ladies of Potomac? You must go with the three wick. Okay. Karen's. Mm-hmm. Wendy's, I believe, is only a one wick. Mm. So um, got to do Karen's candle, which I'm forgetting. I think it's just called Grand Dame. Mm. Uh, but the I don't know if you saw a preview for the reunion for Potomac yet. I saw it, it looks spicy. I saw the link, but I didn't watch it, so no. Yeah, they, wow. the part with the husbands is going to get crazy. Wow. Everyone's mad at Giselle because she's stirring up a lot of trouble and rumors about everyone's relationships. Wow. Are there any any of the uh, husbands you wouldn't expect to see in the preview, like Michael Darby or Giselle's man, or, or no. no? Okay. Michael wasn't there. And was Juan Dixon there? I think so. Okay. Well, we're probably going to get, remember. we're going to get, uh, uh, Chris. the black, uh, the black Bill Gates. Yeah. Right. Um, Chris, the white Chris, black Chris is no longer on the show. Monique Samuel's husband. Oh. The other white Chris is Angie, uh, H's husband. So there's a couple Chris's to keep track of. Um, and then uh, G, is that his name? Mia's husband? Yep. Is he? Okay. G is on uh, there. He's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I'm sure That's I'm forgetting someone. Oh, uh, Eddie from, yep. uh, from Baltimore. So, uh, yeah, we've got the uh, Real Housewives of Potomac. Good stuff. Season finale tomorrow, Sunday, February 5th. And then uh, presumably a three-part finale, I would yeah. think, at least two parts. We need a new show now to watch on Sundays. Yeah, we well, don't we, have we, got, we got The Last of Us, yeah. which we're an episode behind on. Uh, no spoilers, please don't, please don't email beantownpodcast.yahoo.com with any spoilers uh, because we have not seen season three yet, which uh, I've heard is uh, tearjerker. A, a tearjerker with, uh, what's his name, uh, Nick Offerman, and then I can't remember the Australian guy's name, but excellent actor as well. So uh, we got to catch up on that maybe tomorrow morning or something like that. I don't know. Um, okay, there's one other show that we really got to, we haven't talked about yet, but we are, are watching, and I would love to get just some of your hot takes. We don't have to go too deep into it, uh, but Bachelor season, 
excuse me, season uh, 82, I think we're up to right now. I think now. it's 27. 27 uh, premiered two, two weeks ago, almost three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've had two two-hour episodes. Uh, what can you tell us about this Bachelor season? You know, we don't have Chris Harrison anymore. So talk to, just talk to us a little bit about the production, uh, the man, the ladies, and uh, any other thoughts you'd like to share. Yeah, so The Bachelor this season is Zach. I don't know too much about him. Um, I took a a break from The Bachelor franchise for a bit. I was just getting too fatigued with it. It wasn't same same thing happened every episode. Um, But I'm back, and now you're watching it with me. Um, So don't know too much about Zach. Like I said, Jesse Palmer is now the host, now that Chris Harrison is out of the picture. He's hosted the past couple seasons from what I'm aware of, and I think he's here to stay. I don't know. I think he does an okay job. Who did you prefer in football, Jesse or Carson Palmer? No comment. I don't don't know. That's smart. Playing both sides. (laughs) Appreciate that. All right, keep going. Um, But in terms of his group of ladies, I think he's got a really solid group. So far, they... No one's had much drama yet. It looks like next week's preview, things are going to get a little more crazy, but I have some top picks. Yeah, who who are you? That's good because I can never remember their names. It's hard to, I can't remember their names until I've watched maybe three or four episodes in because there's there's too many of them. They started with 30. Yeah, there's still about 65 left. So so who are your top picks? And then kind of conversely, is there anyone that you just, even if they're a top pick, anyone that you're really grinding your gears? Yeah, so I have my top picks here for the final five. Mm, And this doesn't mean that I like them all. I do like some of them. But I think they're just going to make it far. Katie, who is the ER nurse, she's blonde. She's a little older, like 29. Oh, um, she's almost Social Security time. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, Ariel, who has, like, this is not going to be helpful because they're either all blonde or brunette. But she's from New York. Um, Christina, who has the daughter. Mm, yeah. Who had the f- first one-on-one, and she met his Entire family yeah, for their first wild. date. Pretty crazy. Mm. Uh, Catherine. I don't really With have With a C or a K? K. Okay. Mm. You would know, if I had a picture of her up here, you would recognize her. Not Kat, who uh, she went was an exotic dancer who tragically was sent home she this past week. was an exotic dancer? J- it, well, when it says it dancer, dancer, you know, I'm like, I feel like that's, dancer is like the nice term you use for any sort of, you know... Lady of the night, stripper, escort, like you say, oh, dancer, that's very nice. Huh. Like if someone... have to go on her Instagram. I don't know. Like if someone... Um, the only other thing where if you were like a dancer full-time, you'd either have to be like, you know, halftime at the Knicks game mm-hmm. or be like part of the, you know, Joffrey Ballet, in which I think you'd be consider yourself a ballerina. Um, and if you were like a dance instructor, you know, that's very different. So... I don't know. I feel like dancer, if you're not into sort of the, the clubbing nightlife scene, there's not a lot of other dancer jobs out there. But again, just my own assumptions. I don't know. Hmm. All right. Well, well, we will report back on that once mm. we do some further research on Kat. Yeah. Uh, and my last pick is Greer, who I dislike. She got the first one, the first impression rose. Night Greer, one. That's, that's a kind of cheese, isn't it? Greer. Yeah. Greer. It's kind of hard to say. Greer. But she pronounces her name Greer. Greer. So, 
Greer, not to get confused I don't think Greer is a very uh, phonetically pretty, if you will, name. Like, you know, Lilac. That's, that's kind of a nice, soothing name. But Greer is kind of like Grrr, right? It's very, like, Anglo-Saxon Germanic yeah. or something. Yeah. Not my favorite name. Not like Rachie. Kind yeah, Rachie's a good tongue. one. It's soothing. You know it's going to be a good podcast episode. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's move That's on it. here. We got one more uh, segment uh, that Rachel wanted to update us on, and then uh, she might even do an ad read or something here before she goes to blow dry her hair. Um, but I think we're we're all really looking forward to this segment here, which I'm hoping is going to become a, a mainstay of future Beantown oh podcasts. Uh, it's time for uh, we should have developed some intro music or something for this. That would have been good. Maybe next time. It's time for Rachel's reads. So Rachel, what can you tell us about uh, you know the book you're working on right now? Maybe something you've finished lately. I don't know. This uh, segment is completely up to you. Wow. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'll start with I have a book goal this year of mm. 55 books. Uh, I think I read like seven in January, so I'm doing pretty good. Right now, I'm reading something pretty silly. It's called The Roommate by Rosie Dannon. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, just like us. Roommates, friends, all that good <laughs> stuff. Um, it is kind of a sexy pick, so I won't give too much detail to the audience. I'm not sure who is listening. I don't. And I don't read stuff like this all the time. I just want to say that sometimes I read things that are actually a little bit more substantial. But this is like Blood Meridian, which we're talking about next. I haven't read that one yet. It's on my list. Maybe. (laughs) It's pretty bloody. (laughs) But I figure, you know, it's Valentine's Day is coming up. Ten days. I'm going to read this uh, cutesy little love story, but it is smut. Mm. So basically the premise is this woman from New York moves to Los Angeles to move in with her friend Everett who she has a big crush on she gets to Los Angeles and Everett leaves to go on tour with his band Mm. and she's stuck in Los Angeles with this guy who subleases one of the rooms in the apartment she moves into um, Josh and she finds out that he is Josh Darling a very famous porn star so her new roommate is uh, into some adult entertainment and things are escalating pretty quick. I bet there's all sorts of oils and toys mm-hmm. and swings and slings. And yeah, she is. This book is kind of taking a weird turn. Uh, they hooked up once and now she became his like angel investor for some like company that he wants to start. He wants to get out of the porn industry a bit. And he's doing some like audio, not books, whatever we want to say to like help women orgasm. Whoa. Sorry, I said it. But anyway, it's taking a really weird turn. I didn't know those things existed. Now I know what to get you for Valentine's Day. Oh, great. Mm, going to be pretty um, good. So yeah, that's, that's my book. And I'm embarrassed that I'm talking about this on it's air. It's okay. And uh, I know you haven't finished it yet, but if you were going to give it kind of a, a mid-book star rating. It's not good. Not good? I wouldn't mm-hmm. recommend, no. But once I start a book, I have to finish it. I'll probably have it at like 2 or 2.5 stars. Okay. The writing is really bad. The plot is like all over the place. 
the only thing that'll save it is the sexy scenes, if that's what you're into. Mm. Well, I think everyone is to a certain degree. Uh, well, Rachel, thanks for sharing those uh, book picks. I'm sure yep. I'm sure you'll be back uh, in the future for some more Maybe. great books. Um, there's a couple things that we're not going to do a ton of like second half action day, just kind of some show updates. Um, we'll be talking about uh, what's coming up on the show and then a new Beantown blog post. I would encourage you all uh, to check out. But before we get there, I think it'd be good to uh, hear from our sponsors. Before we do that, though, Rachel, anything else uh, before we get into our ad reads here? No, nope, this has been lovely. All Thanks right. for having me on as a guest. Of course. Anytime. You, you interested in uh, telling us a little bit about Home Pride Oregon? You, I, you read it. No, I don't know if I want to read these. I'll do the you rest do it so of much better than I'm about to do It'll this. It'll be fun. A fresh new energy for the, the home pride order. I want to do Cuts by Q. All right. You just start with the. All right. Here we go. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, I got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon, and Central Oregon's <laughs> new home inspection provider with inspection services, including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate's wrangle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you got to call Steve at 541-410-0316 or you can visit homeprideoregon.com. Again, that's 541-410-0316 or visit homeprideoregon.com. Home Pride Oregon Inspection Perfection. Of course, I want to give a shout-out to the uh, Samson Q2U series. It's got crisp, clean audio quality, whether you are talking, uh, you're doing a reading at a wedding, maybe a psalm or a proverb or a lamentation. I don't know if lamentations are wedding appropriate. Maybe if you're not a fan of who's getting married, I don't know. Uh, maybe you're doing the Hall of Fame induction speech at the great event tonight at Bourbon Street. Oh, man, it's going to be great. Uh, Rachel, I'll, I'll call you in here for a little uh, take team action. Do you have a favorite Bible book, a favorite passage, or any more Old Testament, New Testament? Tell, just give us a little rundown. I prefer the Old Testament. Well, how come? I don't know. It's just I just do. Bloody, gory, the God of vengeance. You get the Easter story, Passover. I agree. I New know. Testament is just a lot of letters and stuff. It's like you're reading you know, your pen pal from ancient Greece or something like that. Yeah, yeah I haven't read the Bible in a while. so Old Testament's got chariot races. It's got flooding. It's got... Just a uh, little more pizzazz. Yeah, trumpets from the walls of Jericho. What was your favorite Veggie Tales growing up, by the way? I've never asked you this before. Mm. I like the rumor weed one. Rumor weed always kind of scared me because she's she kind of had that kind of husky energy, and she was kind of like an old lady, but also yeah. a little sexy. I don't know. It's kind of you know she's getting real big. She's growing. So I don't know. I thought you liked Madam Blueberry. Oh, I love Madam Blueberry. That's your yeah crush. Speaking of uh, kind of French accents, though, that you remember that Jericho one, though, with the French peas at the top mm-hmm. and they're throwing Slurpees down yep. on them. I, it took me, and I assume most kids, so long to realize that was a parody of Monty Python and the Holy Grail because when they get to the castle, there's the French guys at the top and they're throwing stuff mm-hmm. down on them and stuff. And that's good stuff. 
All of this is to say from Genesis to ex- Genesis to Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the whole Pentateuch and beyond. It could be our new biblical uh, uh, realism uh, podcast, the Pentateuch and beyond, or one of my uh, a new sermon series for Easter 2023, perhaps. When God speaks, he uses a Samson. And finally, our good friends at Cuts by Q. Bob and we, we all, I do just read this. I don't want to do this you anymore. Do I'm done here. Goodbye, oh. everyone. Well, what a strong finish. Thanks, Rachel. It's good to, good to see you again. Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's a little like Enter Sandman by which band? Metallica. Uh, but different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, Northwest Indiana, and the greater Chicago land area. From beehives to bangs, faux hawks to flat tops, and everything in between, you have to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or email cutsbyq at yahoo.com. Again, that's Cuts, Q-U-T-Z by Q at yahoo.com. Come. Boy, it's a shame Rachel is in the other room now because we really need her good, strong, alto singing voice for this one. Oh, when you need a fresh do something, <laughs> something snap. She was singing a different song. It's not even Sunday. When you need a fresh do something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. Let me switch mics here. Welcome to the second half of Quinn David Furness presents the Bean Town Podcast. Oh, our mic's not picking it up. Hang on, give me a second. All right, we're back. Still not working well. What's going on? I don't think anyone can hear us. Hang on, this is bad. All right, we're back. Trying this again. Weird mix-up with the mics, uh, but I think... I think we've been good on the show for the most part so far. Uh, so thanks again uh, to my loving partner, uh, Rachel, for coming on the show today to give us a little housewives update, bachelor update, and uh, our new segment that I think is going to be a real hit on the show, Rachel's Reads, uh, which could also turn into like a clarinet thing in the future if we get you know other type of reads. Uh, I don't know. I think it could be fun. She's... She's over there in the corner right now, nodding her head, and you know, kind of. I can tell from her, her the look on her face. She's thinking, "Gee, Quinn, I never, you know, that's sort of a clever play on words. Like, you know, a lot of people would just think books, but we go into music as well. You go into arts, culture, all that stuff. Uh, we could even do botany, reads like papyrus, and of course, you could read uh, an old Egyptian hieroglyph that might be printed on papyrus. So we're really making a lot of connections here. Um, this is a second half of the Beantown podcast, but it's going to just be some housekeeping things, I promise. And then of course, our trivia question, uh, which I'm dedicated to staying on top of and giving you uh, a fun trivia question every week that relates in some way to what we've mentioned. So I wanted to say that our second, or not second, our sixth annual Beantown Podcast Pledge Drive Telethon is happening live on Sunday, February 26th, 2023. So last show of the month. 
uh, it's gonna we're gonna be bringing back the live uh, video stream. We'll be taking live callers. Uh, so so get your donations ready. We'll have all sorts of hijinks going on. Probably some fun drinks. Uh, fingers crossed. Knock on wood that Rachel will, would like to come on for that show as well. Uh, so we've got all that and more coming up uh, on the Beantown Podcast in about three weeks here. Um, next week, we'll probably have a Valentine's Day special. A uh, week after that, it uh, could be some good anniversary stuff if Rachel wants to come back for that. We're getting ready for our third anniversary here. Uh, but the telethon is going to be on the 26th. Normally, I like to do it on a Saturday, but I do have to work uh, the day before, so I just didn't want to rush it. As you know, these things take a lot of preparation. The production value is just through the roof. We really take it to new heights on these special episodes. Uh, in the meantime, if you're thinking, well, Quinn, I, you know, I would love to just get a jump on the donations, our GoFundMe page is live. You can find it, if we're friends on Facebook, you can, uh, you can find it there. I've also just, while I was working through some technical difficulties here, live posted it on beantownpodcast.com. So if you're looking for the link, go to beantownpodcast.com. Right on the homepage, you can find the link to donate. Um, I, I, it's, all, it's all on the website in terms of how much we're trying to raise, but essentially it's about 200 or so this year, uh, maybe a little bit more. But what is it? So you're saying, Quinn, well, what am I actually donating for? Uh, three things this year. Unlimited hosting through SoundCloud, uh, website hosting through WordPress, and then um, to help subsidize some of your great gifts this year, just a couple days ago in the mail, I received a fun package. We have Beantown Podcast stickers for the first time in history, and we're going to be sending those out to uh, those who are able to donate the full tier list, including the triumphant return of our Topaz Elite member tier list is back. We've been working with some of the you know local airlines to try to get you know if it, hey, if you become a Topaz Elite member, that also gets you you know Diamond Plus status, Sky Priority. It'll get you into the American Express Lounge with Delta, uh, United, and Southwest and Frontier. Um, and the update is that there's there's been no progress on that. So don't try yet. I doubt it will work if you showed them your Topaz Elite membership card, but. It's something that we're working towards in the future. Let's just put it that way. Um, so anyways, we got the link is live. You can donate now. Um, and then, of course, most importantly, I am matching all donations dollar for dollar up to about $300 or so. Because uh, that's typically where we tend to max out. Um, to the United Way of Metro Chicago. So you're doing the math. You're saying, well, Quinn, you're actually not... You're, you're losing money big time off of this, aren't you? And I say, you're, no one's losing, okay? When you're supporting the Beantown Podcast, when you're supporting local charities, the only losers are those of you who, who turn a blind eye and don't donate. So, yeah, I'm calling, calling you guys out. But it's going to be fun. We've got the, the telethon. We've got the GoFundMe. We've got all sorts of donor tier prizes. We've got stickers. So I'm excited for another great year. Uh, here at the Beantown Podcast. And I will just give a very quick sneak peek preview. I just uh, was off the phone a couple days ago, on the phone, uh, with our tax expert, Matt Fiedler. And uh, it sounded like we're going to, I didn't actually ask him, I just kind of heard it in his voice, uh, get him on the show for our sixth annual uh, Taxes Spectacular. 
So look out for more information uh, regarding that in the future. Tax time is right around the corner here. I usually do mine in mid-February sometimes, so that's coming up. I think I'm still waiting on a 1099K from PayPal. They're really dragging their feet. It's it's February 4th, and we still don't have our 1099K. I think I have everything else. Uh, I'm excited this year. My taxes, I feel like I definitely know exactly what I'm supposed to do. Uh, didn't didn't move states, didn't change any jobs or anything like that. So looking forward to that. Okay, our last thing here, and then we're going to let you go because uh, we've got to get out, uh, bounce town, and, and hit up the great event, which uh, we've mentioned it, I guess, to just let you know. It's a Catholic school fundraiser, silent auction. You buy tickets ahead. You can bid on items, that sort of thing. Uh, it's a dinner. It's a, you know, unlimited wine, beer, that sort of thing, hosted at one of our favorite spots, one, uh, 115, is that what it is, 15 Bourbon Street, something like that, known colloquially as, as Bourbon Street. It's out in, I don't even know the exact town you would call that, but near the Chicago city limits on 115th Street, I suppose, something like that. Uh, it's crazy time. The Catholics go nuts, and uh, you know we'll probably be partying until 6 or 7 in the morning. So if you want to come out and hang with us tonight at Bourbon Street, 16 Candles, the great cover band, will be performing a set. So things are... Uh, who's blessing the bar? The priest is blessing the bar, so you know that wine is going to be mm, tasty. If anyone, anyone here has ever been through Catholic communion, which I have many times, uh, which is breaking many laws, I think, uh, you know that the wine is always top tier. I think, I think they shop, uh, shop top shelf at Benny's for that stuff. So we got that to, to look forward to, but I've gotta, we got to get out of here so that we can do that. I would never let you go, however, without your trivia question. Since we were talking uh, just moments ago about telethons and charities, I thought in the shower this morning, I thought, well, let's do a nice little trivia question about telethons and charities. So again, like last week, I didn't actually write it out, so I'm just going to kind of give you the surrounding information that will help you solve the puzzle, Pat, and you'll see if we get it or not. So many of you are probably familiar, but from about 19... The mid-1960s until 2010 or so, famous comedian Jerry Lewis hosted a telethon every year on Labor Day. And uh, it was, you know, a whole big event, uh, 21 and a half hours long, uh, according to Wikipedia. Um, And I've saw it many times uh, as a kid. Uh, Not the whole 21 and a half hours, but you're just kind of flipping through channels because we got like four of them. Uh, So you notice it pretty quickly on the television. But here's my question for you all. It was raising money for a charity that did work with this medical disease or this medical condition. So I'm asking you, you got this 21 and a half hour Labor Day telethon hosted by Jerry Lewis. What were they actually raising money for? Uh, which I think is a great, great question because I think a lot of us are very familiar. When you think telethon, you instantly think like PBS and you think Jerry Lewis. But it's, you know, PBS is like, okay, you're raising money for a public broadcasting service. But for Jerry Lewis uh, charity, what, what were we actually giving money towards? So um, to give you a clue in case you don't know, it has to do with the, uh, well, it's, it's a, I already mentioned it's kind of a human body condition or disease. So that, that's a big clue. Um, if you had this condition, you might find it tough to hit the gym, I guess is something else we might say. 
Uh, and the acronym, final clue here before we reveal the answer, MDA is the uh, charity group that we were raising, or Jerry was raising money for, rest in peace. Uh, so MDA is the, here's your answer, Muscular Dystrophy Association. They were raising money uh, to, for people with muscular dystrophy. So that's the answer to your question. And I even brought a bonus question here. Uh, we know Jerry Lewis, but we also know Jerry Lee Lewis, who just passed away last year. He was known as, uh, among many other things, a member of the Million Dollar Quartet, which was a name kind of given to a impromptu mid-1950s recording session. Uh, it was Jerry Lee Lewis and these three other musicians. So who, along with Jerry Lee Lewis, were the three musicians, or four musicians, I guess, the three other musicians, in the Million Dollar Quartet? Your clue, I guess, is that they're all very famous. They're all white males, and uh, they all, I would say two of them are like some of the goats, greatest of all times in terms of how well they're known, and one other one is definitely less well-known uh, compared to the other three, but still, if you know the history of you know popular music in the United States, 20th century music, you would know this name for sure. So, that if you want more time to think, give it a quick pause, but here we go because we got to wrap things up here. The four members of the Million Dollar Quartet were Jerry Lee Lewis, who's not the Jerry Lewis we were just talking about, Carl Perkins, who was probably the lesser well-known out of the four that I uh, was just mentioning, and then the two others, uh, Music Royalty, Elvis Presley, and Johnny Cash. So there you go. Jerry Lee Lewis, Carl Perkins, not to be confused with Carl Lewis, who is different. Uh, Elvis Presley and Johnny Cash, the Million Dollar Quartet. Not any sort of official music group. They just did a recording session, uh, which has uh, become very well known. That's what I wanted to share with you all today. Thank you for hanging with us. Thanks for talking Housewives, Bachelor, Million Dollar Quartets, and Telethon Fundraisers. Thank you to Rachel for coming on the show. She did fantastic, and I think this will be probably our highest-rated show uh, maybe of all time, certainly of the season. Guys, that's what I had for you. Uh, hope you have a good night. Stay warm for those of you in the Northeast. I think things are warming up a little bit today, but I saw the, uh, on top of Mount Washington, the windiest place on earth, uh, actually gusts were up to 130 miles per hour last night, and the temperature was around negative 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So uh, that is, uh, if you live on top of Mount Washington in the state of New Hampshire. Uh, bundle up for sure. For everyone else, I hope that you're having a good week. Let's get our outro music going here. I hope that you stay safe, stay sane, and I will check in on you next time. Bye. Bye.